Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Halochos. Yoradeya, Chedek Sheni, Hilchos Pidyan Bechoyer, Halocha Hei, Paragrech Ches. The, the shir is delayed today because of a yard site, the yard site of Nachman Shimshoim Brebavram Ephraim Yisrael, who was a Yosoim. His father was one of the original group of Rav Rosenfeld's Talmidim, a very, very close friend for many years. We made Aliyah together, Teretz Yisrael, in 1987, 36 years ago, 30, almost 37 years ago. And he married here in Eretz Yisrael, had two children, and my close friend Avram Ephraim passed away at a young age. He suffered from a, a heavy arthritis condition, even f- when he was young. And his son, Nachman Shimshon, also passed away young, left behind a daughter. And the yard site was today, we went to Harmanuchas to say the special Tehillim there. So we dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmasai, and Li'ilu Nishmas, Yacha Bas Rebel Yochayim, who's Halevi, whose yard site is today, and also Li'ilu Nishmas, Chaim Yitzchok Ben Yaakov Gershin. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Tzvi Yosef Ben Chayesora Sima, Chavivachana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noya Nachoma Basgalia, Tzipkorivka, Soromaya Bas Tzipkorivka, Chaim Ben Rachel, Chay Rezel Bas Shendel Dobro, Yosef Ben Sivya Yehudis, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Shena Taiba Bas Miriam, Levi Elchonan Ben Yael, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Tali bas Yael, Chaya Shufia Shoshana bas Sora, Daniel Boruch ben Sora, Vivachaya bas Estamindel, Dovid Yishayo ben Sora, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Dovid Lei ben Shena, Edis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Sora Yehudis bas Sora, Gitteganendel bas Sipoira, Lebelea bas Sipoira, Aviva Ilona bas Yuspendel, Sorocha bas Yuspendel, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Dovid Ben Behia Shendel Bas Lea, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Shloyme Ben Rivka Sprinza, Hillel Yisrael Ben Sora, Nechemi Zalman Ben Sorafega, Lei Ben Zhenya, Eliohu Ben Miriam Rus, Besoich Shar Choli Yisrael. We're continuing on the topic of Pidyan Aben, paragraph Ches, Vezeh Bechinas Chamisha Shkolem Shetzrichen Liten Lekoyen. Rab Zal now is going to give us an explanation as to why the amount of money that we give to the Koyen for Pidyan Aben is five silver coins, which have the value of a hundred more. Kasher Diktiko HaToyro Upersha HaCheshben Shel HaShekel Beferish as we find the Torah specifies exactly what the value of the shekel is, as it says in Chumash Bamidbor, and the redemption of the Bechoyer, you redeem him when he's already a month old, 
the value should be five shekel of the holy shkolim, esrim geirahu, and each shekel is valued as esrim geira. The geira himo'a, and the term geira that's used in the Chumash is the term mo'a that's used also in the Gemara. Vamor Rabbi Senuzal and the Medrash tells us shehachamisha shkolim shel habchoyer heim keneget mechiras yosef shehoya bechoyro shel rochel that the five shkolim that we use to redeem a bechoyer today correspond to the sale of Yosef Hatzadik, who was the firstborn son of Rochel Imenu. And his brothers sold him for Esrim Kesef. Rab Nassim says, it seems hard to understand the connection here. Because the Shvotim sold Yosef HaTzadik to the to the Turks, to the Greek, to the Arabs, we have to redeem our firstborn child from the Koyen? Question number one. Number two, V'gam zera Yosef biatzman mechuyovim And even the descendants of Yosef HaTzadik also have to perform the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben. So what's the connection here? Ach be'emes, Iker hu hanal. The, 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 the holiness of the Bechoyer is based on what we explained previously in the previous year. That we have to see to it that every Jewish child that comes into the world should bring Das to the world, especially the firstborn, who is the main one, because what's really called a birth, according to the Torah, is when there's a birth of Das. As the Arizal speaks about this, when he speaks about the Jewish nation coming out of the exile in Egypt, we know that exile, when the Jews are in exile, it's compared to a pregnancy. Just like when a woman is pregnant, the baby is inside the womb, covered up, in, in a prison in a sense. So too, when the Jewish people are in Golos, that's referred to as a pregnancy. And Geula, coming out of Golos, is referred to as a birth. So the Arizal in the Priyetz Chaim, where he discusses Yetzias Mitzrayim, he says, Shezeh Soid Yetzias Mitzrayim. This is really the secret of what was what was going on when the Jews left Egypt. Because when we were in Egypt, the Das was in Golos. There's a Pasuk, Lochen Golo Ami Mibli Das. Therefore, my nation is in exile from lack of Das. So Golos is lack of Das, Geula is revelation of Das. The Das was in such a low place to the point where Paroi was able to say, Who is Hashem? Never heard of him. 
Oz Noilad Venezgaladas, and when the Jews left Egypt, that's when there was a birth and revelation of Das. The the Jew the, the receiving the Torah on Har Sinai especially. Umishom Nimshach Kol Shel Yisrael. And it's from there that we draw the spiritual energy for all the births of Jewish children. Because every single Jew, from the highest level to the lowest level, has a portion, a share of the holy das. Because every single Jewish soul is a part of Hashem. And we are all rooted in Hashem's mind, which is the source of all holy das. And therefore, when a Jewish child is born, it means that there's a new das that has entered the world. As a result of a new Jew coming to the world, it means there's going to be new, a new revelation of das in the world. What kind of das? Lo das es Hashem. To know and, and recognize Hashem, Haboyre Hakoil, who creates everything, Hayochid Hamashgiach Umoishalisborg, the one and only who supervises and rules over everything. Rakmi Toikev Hisgabrus Hasitrachra Mechetodomarishim, Umechatoya Doris Shachrov. However, as a result of the fact that the negative forces, the Sitrachra, has become so powerful as a result of the sin of Odom and Chava with the Eitzadas and all the sins of the subsequent generations, Bifrat Be'es Hagolus, then especially when we are in exile, Mizgaber Hahaloma Vahastora Moid Moid. Hashem becomes more and more hidden, very hidden. Hashem becomes hidden, the holy Das becomes hidden. Because this is a known fact, that the husk, the shell, comes before the actual fruit. In order to get to the fruit, you have to first get through the, the klipa. The roiv and most children that come into the world, even Jewish children, are coming usually because of the fact that the parents had a desire. There are physical desires, materialistic desires. As the Pasuk says, I was created, I came into the world in sin, meaning that most parents are not necessarily on the highest level of holiness, so that when they're joining together to bring a child into the world, that it's being performed with the utmost of Kiddusha. Alkein hadas hanimsha And because of the fact 
that this is not being performed on the highest level of holiness, therefore the child that's born, the das, is very hidden, very small. V'alkein imoi temeo And this is why the Torah tells us that the mother becomes tome as a result of giving birth. Machmas goidel hisgarus hatuma shemizgaros because of the powerful impurity that that's prevalent then because the Yitzhahara sees that a new package of Das is coming to the world, so the Yitzhahara tries very hard to mess it up, to defile it. Because it's known that the Tumor is always chasing after and trying to attach itself to holiness to draw energy from there and to pull the holiness down. And this is why the Torah has commanded us that on the eighth day, the child, a Jewish male child, should be circumcised. And we find that the, the mitzvah of bris mila is written right next to where the Torah tells us that a woman becomes tame when she gives birth. When she gives birth to a male child, there's so much tumor. When she gives birth to a female child, there's so much tumor. In the beginning of Parshas Tazria. Because the orla that covers the bris on a, on a male child, on a baby boy, also comes from there. The Orla, which is from the side of Tumah, covers over the Holy Bris. And we know that the Bris is rooted in Das. And it's via the Bris Kodesh that we produce children, and those children produce other new children from generation to generation, and that's how the das is being passed on from one generation to the next. <clears throat> and therefore, we have to have a bris mila, we have to remove the orla, the covering that's covering the bris kodesh, and to reveal the crown, the chulu, etc. Kimuvan calls Ebekavonis, as the Arizal elaborates on this in detail in his forum. Haklal, <coughs> to summarize what we're saying here, Shebechol Haholodoy Shal Yisrael Nimshach Das. Whenever a Jewish child is born, there's Das coming into the world. Rakshetzrichim Kamatikunim Lohitzioi Mihelam Alagiloi. However, there are several procedures that are needed to reveal that das. <clears throat> and then once the das is revealed, to develop it from a, a small level to a high level. And out of all the births, the most important one is the first one, the firstborn, the Bechoyer. As we mentioned earlier, and therefore we have to sanctify him 
and redeem him from the Koyin, because it's through this firstborn baby boy that the main hemchich of Das from the father to the next generation is going to flow. Because the Koyhanim were the ones who did the main service in the Beis Mikdosh. Sheshom Iker Heoras Hadas Shoben Vitalmed Kemavur Batoyanam. And it's in the Beis Samikdosh that we saw the greatest revelation of Das and of both levels of Das that we've been discussing till now. The level of Das of the son and the student. As Rabbi Nazal explains over there in Likutumran, he shows from Psukim how the Beis Samikdosh is called Cheder Hamitois, the room of beds, which, re- which refers to the birth of children. And the Beis Mikdash is also Kimitzion Teitzei Saira. Beis Mikdash is the place where the highest level learning and teaching is being done, the Sanhedrin Agdoila. So the Beis Mikdash is a center of Das, and not just Das, but both levels of Das, the Das of the Ben and the Das of the Talmud. The Alkain, and that's why the Gemara says, the Gemara says in Shabbos, page 33, that a person who has Das, it's as if the Beis Hamikdash were built during their time, because the Beis Hamikdash is a center of Das. So the Koyhanim, who are the main, main players in the Beis Hamikdash, by bringing the child to the Koyhan, we're connecting the child to this Das of Kedusha. V'alkein Iker Kedushas Hatfilin, Shehem Bechinas Kedushas Hamoichim, Shetzrichen Kolechot Mi'Israel Laham Shechal Atzmoi Bechol Yoyim. And therefore, the main holiness of Tfilin, which is the Moichim, the Seichel, which each and every Jewish person has to draw upon themselves every day. And again, what Moichim are we referring to? Lahakir V'lodas Eshaboyri Yisborech, to achieve a new recognition and awareness and understanding of Hashem every day, the main holiness of Tfilin is connected to the holiness of the Bechor. Because we know there are four parshiyos in the Tfilin, four paragraphs of the Torah. The first one is the first one begins with sanctifying the Bechor. And this is also why the Gemara compares the entire Torah to Tfilin. As, as it says, The Pasuk says regarding Tfilin, that the Torah of Hashem that you wear, put on tefillin, so that the Torah of Hashem will be in your mouth, on your lips. And and the Gemara learns out from there that it's not just tefillin, that, that tefillin have to be made from the skin of a kosher animal, from the hide of a kosher animal, something that you're allowed to take into your mouth. And from tefillin, the Gemara learns out that this applies to the Sefer, the entire Sefer Torah, that a Sefer Torah must also be written on parchment that comes, that's made from the hide of a kosher animal. 
So the entire Torah is compared to Tefillin. Ki ha-Torah, shehi ikr hezgavu sadas ha-kodeshanal, leidam imene because the Torah, which is the ultimate revelation of Das, <coughs> to get to know about Hashem, as it says, you, Moshe Rabbeinu, who gave the Jewish people the Torah, you're the one who showed us Das, the entire Torah is this concept of Tfilin, which is tied in especially to the holy birth of that firstborn son. Which represents a birth of new seichel. All of this began from Avram Avinu. He was the first one to really broadcast Hashem to the world. And this is why the Torah says that Hashem took the kahuna away from shame and gave it to Avram Avinu, as it says in Tehillim, You, Avram Avinu, are the Koyhen. As the Gemara points out in Adorim, page 32, because Avram Avinu certainly deserves the kahuna, shehi bechinas heoras hadas shel ben v'talmid. As we said earlier, kahuna represents this das of, of both levels, the son and the student. Ki hu harishlein shehischilasig bazeh, lohoyer zahadas boilam, because Avram Avinu was the first one who really got involved in bringing this das, this level of das of Hashem, recognition of Hashem to the world. And this is why we give five coins to the koyen in order to redeem the bechoyer, keneged hey da Avraham, corresponding to the letter hey in the name of Avram Avinu, shemishom ikr ha'hoylodo digdusha. It's that letter Hey that really made it possible for Avraham Avinu to be able to bring holy children to the world. Bibchinas, as the Medrash says, Avram enoy moilid. Avraham moilid. Avram cannot give birth. Avraham can give birth. That Hey. There's a posik Hey lochem zera, that the letter Hey is associated especially with bringing children to the world. Because Avram Avinu was the first one who was supposed to bring a holy child into the world, Yitzchak Avinu, who was the first child to be born Bikdusha, to two parents, Avraham and Sarah, who observed the mitzvahs of the Torah and who had a bris at the age of eight days. And therefore, Avraham Avinu couldn't give birth before Hashem added this letter Hey to his name. And we know that the letter Hey represents Das. There's a term in Hebrew, the Hey Hayediah. We know that, for example, when we say the word Shulchan, 
Shulchan means table. Which table? Could be any table. If I say Hashulchan, the table, it means you know which one I'm referring to. I'm referring to one that we're speaking about, or one that you know exactly which one we're referring to. So that hey in front of a word is called hey hayedia. The letter hey represents das. Shezocho al yedei sheheir hadas boilam, which Avraham Avinu was zeicher to this hey, as a result of his broadcasting this das to the world, al yedei hagerim sheosa, and also because Avram Avinu was mekarev many gerim converts. As Rabbein Zal explains in chapter 53 of Mikutimran, there Rabbein Zal has a whole Torah expounding on the topic, the concept of Das and five types of Das, five levels of Das. Because other nations also give birth to children, even though they don't have this hay. And even Avram Avinu himself gave birth to a child before he had the letter hey added to his name. He gave birth to Yishmoel. However, the birth of Yitzchok Avinu, who was the first child to be born Bigdusha, from two parents, two holy parents, observing the laws of holiness, he could not be brought into the world before Avram before Hashem added a hey to Avraham. Shehi bechinas hey hadas, which is the hey that represents das. And that's what resulted in this holy birth. Shehi hoylodos Yitzchok, which is the birth of Yitzchok Avinu. Shemimenu yotza Yaakov, from whom came forth Yaakov Avinu. V'chol Yisroel Achrov, and the entire Jewish nation that came forth afterwards. Sha'al Yodom Nimshach Hadas Boilam. And it's, again, through these forefathers of ours and through the Jewish people that bring Das to the world, Leida Me Hashem Yisborach. And the most important Das is awareness of Hashem. U'kidusha Zois HaHei Tzrichen Lahamshich B'chol Choylodo Rishonam. And the holiness of this letter, hey, we have to try to draw when the, each time that there's a first birth, a Bechoyer, Shehi Hoylodas HaBechoyer, Kedei Lahamshich Halidei Zeh Hadas In order that the birth of this firstborn son will bring a flow of new Das to the world. V'yalkein Tzrichen Levdoisei B'chamish Eshkolem Daiko and therefore we redeem him, we redeem him with five coins, five shkolim, keneged ha-hei hazois shel Avraham, corresponding to that letter, hey, in the name of Avraham Avinu, which was added by Hashem, shehu hei hadas, shemishom ikra which is the letter hey, which represents das, from which holy birth comes.
Any questions, please? Rav Nosenzel continues, Ve'elu And we said that these five silver coins, each one of them is Esrim Geira, five times twenty is a hundred, a hundred Geira, or a hundred more. Kasher Diktiko HaTorah as the Torah pointed out to us, this calculation, Shekol Shekel Esrim Geira, She'olam Yachad Meir, because as we learned previously in the previous year, money, parnasa, wealth, all comes from heoras harotzoim, which shines into the yam hachochma. Shehi bechinas mo kanal. And Rabbi Nisal explains over there in Likut Imran that this Heoras Harotzin, this incredible high level of light, which is a yearning, it's a yearning to Hashem that cannot be put into words. It doesn't have any format or structure. It's above, it's the Keser, the light of Keser, that highest light, is referred to as Mo. Mo means what? What is it? We say more when we don't know what something is, when it's above our level of das. Rabbi Nisal quotes the Zohar Kodesh, which says that the malochim, that malochim that say, they say, what do you see? What do you know? When they refer to this highest level light. And Rabbein Zal explains in chapter 4, in the first half of Likud Imran, that our mission is to transform this Mo into Me'a, to insert an Aleph into the Mo, to make it into Me'a. We know that, that the letter Aleph represents Chachma, Chachma, Bina. There's a Pasuk in Mishlei, Va'a'alefcha Chachma, I will teach you Chachma. The term to teach is A'alefcha, two Alephs there, A'alefcha, referring to, to bringing down this light of He'or HaSarotzayim, this unformatted, incredible high-level light, bringing it down to a level where we can understand. Umisham kol birkas ashirus, And it's from there when we zoichet to, to receive from this Heora Sarotzain, this highest level light, which is the Keser, which comes down into the Yama Chachma, from there we zoichet to receive the whole blessing of wealth. Bibchinas, as it says about Yitzchok Avinu, Vayizra Yitzchok, Yitzchok Avinu planted, Vayimtza Meo Sheorim, and he founded 100 gates. That number a hundred. Ki Yitzchak bechinas Yira. We know that Avram Avinu represents Chesed. Avram Avinu was known for his Hachnos Asorchim, his Midas Chesed. Avram Avinu is called Avraham Oyhava Miloshin Ahava. Yitzchak is bechinas Yira, bechinas Pachad Yitzchak. Shekol tikun hadas hakodeshanal, vehora sarotsain, bahaparnosavo ashirasanal, hakoil alidei hayira, kimavur hete vatoranal. 
And Rabbein Azal shows there in the beginning of chapter 7, in the second half of Likut Imran, which this whole halacha was based on, Rabbein Azal shows there that in order for all of this to take place, everything we're describing here, this He'ora Saratzon coming down into the Yama and resulting in Parnosa and Ashirus, you need a vessel into which to receive all of that. And the vessel is Yira, as Rabbein Azal explains over there, in the middle of that chapter on the Kutimran. Vyalkein, the, the Pasuk says, Ritzoin Yireyav Yaseh, that Ratzoin generates Yira to be the keli into which the, the chesed, the, the results of Ratzoin will produce. Vyalkein Yitzchak Shubachinas Yira, Zoho Lahamshich Mimo Lemea. And therefore it's Yitzchak Avinu who represents Yira, <clears throat> he's the one that was able to take the Mo and turn it into Mea, Birkas Hashirus, that it should result in a blessing of wealth. That's the hundred gateways that Yitzchok Avinu founded. And this also explains this amount, this hundred more, which is the, the value of these five silver coins that we give to the coin, in order to draw das via the, from the coin, the coin is to an incredible high level of through these coins that the coin receives, and the koyen plays an important role in converting the mo to meya. And so too Yaakov Avinu, when he wanted to purchase the city of Shechem, he bought it for a hundred ksita. Shehem meya moa which is again 100 more. And through this, Yaakov Avinu was able to reveal Hashem to the world. As it says there, when he acquired that land, that Yaakov, what did he do with the land? He built a Mizbeach there. And he called out Hashem, the Hashem of the Jewish people. Because this is what the Ovois Hakdoshim were involved in throughout their entire life. To bring this holy das to the world. That the world should recognize that there's a Hashem, Hashem who created the world, and Hashem is operating the world, and to know how to serve Hashem. And all of the stories about the Ovoisaktoishim and everything they did was all revolving around this to broadcast the message that Hashem is the one who created and is running the world. And this is also 
why Yaakov Avinu tried very hard to take the birthright from his brother Esau. And when did he succeed in acquiring the Bechayra? During eating, at the time of eating. As the Torah says, that Yaakov Avinu was preparing a big lentil soup because, because this was the Sudas Havra. Avram Avinu had passed away and Yaakov Avinu was preparing the meal for his father. Lentils, because lentils are round, which represents the continuity. When a person passes away, that it's not the end, there's a continuity. A parent brings children into the world, those children bring more children into the world. Vayoymer, and Esav saw this food, and he said, Halitainina, shovel it into my mouth, I'm hungry. Esav had just come back from a major battle with Nimrod, where he had killed Nimrod, who was a very powerful at the time. Vayoymer, and it was at that point, at that point, that Yaakov Avinu says to Esav, Michro chayoyim b'chayros choli, sell me the birthright today. V'yom Rabbi Senuzal, and it says in Pirkei de Rabbi Yezer, she'oisoy hayoyim meis Avraham Avinu, that it was on that day that Avraham Avinu had passed away, u'bishel Yaakov adoshim lahavroi sezoviv, and Yaakov Avinu was cooking lentils as a Sudas Havro for his father Yitzchak. Sudas Havro is the first meal that Avelim eat after the burial of a person who passes away. Because Rabbein Azal explains over there in chapter 7, in the second half of Likut Imran, which this entire halacha is based on, Shekol Odom Tzorech Lasek that every single Jew is responsible to be involved in this. Involved in what? To bring holy das to the world. And that's really the most important thing that remains behind in the world when a person passes away. When a person leaves the world, what do they leave behind? The das that they gave over to their children or to their students. Vidas meaning recognition of Hashem. So that the children and students can continue to study Torah, to do mitzvahs and mice and toivim, and the parent that passed away lives through those children. As Rabbi Nezal quotes the Pesach, the, the Gemara, which quotes, Bechinas Chalifois. The Gemara says, Asher Ein Chalifois Lamoi, a person who does not leave behind a replacement for themselves, and the Gemara says this refers to a person who does not leave behind a son or a student. The Avraham, She'osak Bozeh Kol Yomov, and Avraham Avinu, who was involved in this throughout his whole life, Ve'hishir Zeh Hadas Hakdoisho Ledoiras Achrov, and Avram Avinu succeeded in leaving behind this das, this holy das, for generations afterward, both through his son Yitzchak Avinu and through the other people who he was Makariv. Ad till today. Therefore, on the day that Avram Avinu passed away, 
Osak Yaakov Lahavroi Sulahachilesoviv. Yaakov Avinu was involved in preparing food for his father Yitzchok Avinu. Kedei Lahamshich Alidei Ho Achilo Daiko Hashoras Hadas Shel Avraham. So that through this food, through this holy meal, the Sudas Avro, Yaakov Avinu would be able to draw the the das of Avram Avinu. As a result of the great light, this heoras harotzoin that shines during the time that during eating, when a person is eating bigdusha. And this will explain the significance, the importance. That right after a funeral, you would think right after a funeral, what should we do? Pull out the Gemaras. Start learning Torah. What, el- what else is there? The answer is, learning Gemara is very special. But the, sh- the halach is that right after the burial, the Avelim go to the house where they eat a Suda Savro. They're given eggs to eat, hard-boiled eggs, <clears throat> or lentils, things like that. It's a special meal which they do not prepare. Others are supposed to prepare it for them. Because when a person's relative has passed away, by this person leaving the world, <coughs> the das of that person leaves the world with them. And this is what we're really mourning when we, we when we mourn the passing away of a parent or anything like that, Al Hadas Shanistali. We're mourning the Das that has left the world. This parent taught me Aleph Bays. They taught me to believe in Hashem. <coughs> we console the mourners by providing this special meal. to show that this Jew that passed away, when a Jew passes away, they do not leave completely. They definitely leave behind some of their das. And the way that the mourners, the children, the descendants are going to receive that das is by the holy eating of Jewish people. And one of the most important times is when a tzaddik emes passes away. They were really involved in bringing this das, recognition and awareness of Hashem to the world. Bifrat Avraham, especially Avram Avinu, who was the first one who was really involved in outreach, reaching out to people and informing, enlightening everybody about Hashem at a time when the whole world was immersed in Avodazara idol worship. And this is why Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, this great Talmud Chacham, this great Tzaddik, was involved in cooking food, to give his father to eat, in order to be able to draw the remaining Das of Avram Avinu, 
the das that Avram Avinu left behind in, in the world, by eating this special meal. And this is why the Gemara says in Baba Basra, page 16, that we cook lentils or eggs to show that it's a revolving wheel in the world. As the Pesach says in Koheles, one generation leaves and a new generation comes. And the Zohar Kodesh says, the generation that leaves is actually the same generation that's coming back. <clears throat> the secret of Gilgulim, reincarnations, Kamuva as is brought in the Zohar Kodesh in Mishpatim. Interesting, we just started the next, this past Shabbos, two days ago, we read Parshas Mishpatim, which the Zohar Kodesh begins with a, an incredible story about a Sofa Kadisha, a very, very wise old tzaddik that came to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal and his students and revealed to them all the secrets of Gilgulim about reincarnations. <clears throat> so the, the Zohar Kodesh says on that Mishnah <clears throat> that it says that the world revolves like a galgal, like a wheel, like a Gilgul. The Zohar Kodesh and the Arizal say sometimes people are sitting shiva and a baby is born and they don't know that the baby that's born is the, the one that just left. Sometimes it could happen that quickly. <clears throat> the reason why we eat these foods specifically, lentils, eggs, is to show us that the person who passed away has not left completely. <clears throat> Some of the holiness of their das definitely remains in the world. Because it's like a wheel that turns. So that even though a corner of the wheel is going all the way down, it doesn't mean it left completely. Because when the place on top is turning to go down, that which was originally on bottom is going all the way up to the top. This is the remainder, the das, that this person left behind in the... Ah, I'm sorry. As we see in actually in life, that when, when a wheel turns, so too, when a tzaddik passes away, it looks like he left. It looks like he's gone. He's not completely gone. He hasn't left at all. Because immediately what was on bottom now goes on top and is shining in the world. This is the remainder, what the tzaddik left behind in the world through his writings and his students.
because regular simple people who didn't really do everything that they should have been doing, this concept of the wheel hints to us the concept of Gilgal, that such people usually have to come back down again. They, they, they leave the world, they come back to the world again in order to try to complete their mission. The Arizal says on the passage, Torah Sashem Temima, Meshivas Nofesh. In order for the Torah to be completed, the Nefesh has to return. Meshivas Nefesh. The souls have to keep coming back to the world again and again to try to fill in different pieces of the puzzle, to try to fill in the parts of the Torah that I didn't complete in my previous lifetime. The person has to come back in reincarnated in order to continue bringing Das. In order to shine into the world what, what, whatever Das remained with that person and the Das that they received after passing away, when their soul was elevated. However, a true tzaddik, as soon as that tzaddik passes away, his das, his holy das is shining. As it says, the wheel went down, what was on top went all the way to the bottom, what was on bottom is immediately on top and glowing. So what Yaakov Avinu was involved in after his grandfather passed away was to draw the das of his grandfather Avram Avinu into the world. The oz bo esav menasodev hu oyef min horetzichovaniyuf. And just at that time, Esav returned from being out in the field and he was exhausted. And the, the Medrash says, the Gemara says, what was he exhausted from? From murder and adultery. As the Gemara says in Baba Basra, page 16, which is the opposite of das. And Esav said, Halitani, shovel the food into my mouth like you feed a camel when you want it to have food for a few, a few days' supply. Esav showed that his eating was not respectable eating like a Jew. His eating was gross, <coughs> eating of the sitrachra. Esav didn't believe that eating is a holy experience, that when a person eats, they can draw which is orasadas, Shehu HaAshor Shel Avram, which was the main thing that Avram Avinu left behind in the world. Therefore, Yaakov Avinu said to him what was most appropriate, what was most fitting at that particular time, Im if you eat like an animal, your eating is not Achila Dikdusha, and you don't believe in Hashem, and you're involved in murder and adultery, Im Kain Michro Chayoim Becharos 
sell the birthright to me today. What do you need for? Because since you deny all that, you don't believe in any of this. And Esav immediately agreed to the to terms. And Esav admitted, you're right in your perception of me. Esav said, I'm going to die. What do I need Bechayra for? Why did he say those words? Why does the Torah say, everybody die? Well, what, what's, what's the point in the Torah saying that Esav said, I'm going to die? What do I need Bechayra for? Because Esav's going to really die. Not like when a Jew dies. When a Jew dies, they leave Das behind in the world. When Esav died, he was going to die completely, leave no Das behind. Eternal death. He wasn't leaving behind any Das in the world. Therefore, what does he need Bechayra for? Bechayra is Das. There's a pasuk, Reish is Das. Reish is the first, Bechayra is Das. Shehu heoras Das. Ki hu enoy ma'amin Bechayra, because Esav doesn't believe in all of this. Nimtza, shemekushor umeduktok heitev hamikro hazer, shehismich misosoy lebizoy habchayra kanal. Rav Nosanzal says, based on what I've just explained to you, now the psukim fit perfectly. Why Esav speaks about his death when he's selling the Bechoyra. V'chein kol ha-parsha be'ezra sashem yisbarach nidreshes yofeh kemin choymer al-pikolal. And Rav Nosanzal says, I'll show you now how everything that it says over there in that whole story fits perfectly, like a glove. Mamish fits perfectly based on the chapter on the Kutimran that we're expanding on here, based on everything we said here. It's not coincidence that we're learning this, today's learning, at a time when there are these important yard sites, people who left the world, and Rav is reminding us that when, when a Jew leaves the world, there's a Oras Adas. If the Jew believed in Hashem, and if they studied Torah, and they spoke to people, all the people they spoke to, all the people they interrelated with, especially their children or anybody, Rabbi Nezal says, anyone who you speak to about Hashem is like your student, even if they're much older than you, even if they're much more learned than you. We believe Shlema, that when a Jew passes away, they live on in, in this das. And we anxiously await the Trias Amesim when Hashem will give us back, restore all those all those that are not physically living with us, and, and hope and pray that we'll be zeichet to see the Gula Shlema. Amen. Amen. Amen.